Alright guys, so we are back here again with episode 3 of Horde of the Dragon Queen. Uh, our adventurers have managed to sneak into the cultist camp. Uh, they found out a lot of information about uh, the cult and their plans. Uh, found out a lot about their numbers and uh, the hierarchy of, of how it all works. Um, they managed to uh, find a, a nice little, little haul of gold and uh, some other... Nice little items that we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll see later on in the gameplay. Um, we, uh, we learned that there is also a dragon hatchery here in the, uh, in the camp. And after successfully finding Leosin and uh, setting him free, uh, they thought it would be a good idea to try to leave, but unfortunately they had waited too long during the day and as dusk set in, they uh, found themselves enclosed in the camp, uh, being forced to spend the night. So, as morning breaks, uh, we'll go ahead and start there here in just a minute. I have no response here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, so, uh, getting into the story tonight... Mm -hmm. uh, Don't forget the mic. Yeah, I got it. Oh. Yeah. Um, as you uh, you are suddenly awoken from your slumber early in the morning, it is probably around three o'clock. The sun has not risen yet. You have maintained your uh, full long rest, so you do get all your spells and your hit points back. Um, but you're awoken by Leosin, who has snuck into your cabin and or your little hut. And awoken you all. Um, he tells you that uh, there is rumor going around of some escapes, and it hasn't gone to a full alarm yet, but it's coming close, and we need to get out. <sighs> Stands up, pops neck. Uh. Well, we have two choices. We can go through the main gate and get spotted, or we go through the hatchery. I think for the safety of of the monk, let's go through the hatchery. It might be the best. Because... <laughs> because... Make an intelligence check. That's the right one, right? Yeah, D20. Yeah. 13. Plus your modifier. Fifth, or 16. 16, you gather that there's probably no back exit to the hatchery. It's all just a central cave system. Yeah. There, so there's probably no way of escaping through the hatchery. It's just a dead end. Hmm. Are you going to point this out? Yes. Well, if we, if, we go, if we go through the hatchery, we don't know if there's an actual exit. There could be just a, it could be a dead end. We may be trapped in there in between... A rock in a hard place and stuff, because we could run from all of these guys and then end up with a bunch of dragon babies coming to eat us alive. Mm, true. Hey, you still got that rope and grappling hook I gave you? Yes, I do. Okay, the walls aren't that tall. Let's just scale them and go. Alright, let's get out of here. <laughs> so, I'm guessing stealth checks? Absolutely stealth checks. Oh, God. oh thank you, God. Pink dice don't fail me now. 14. Fuck. <laughs> it's it, it's gonna it's a group one, so oh, it's as five. long as 
It's a five. <laughs> they succeeded, so it's two to one. Okay. But just to be safe, what was yours again? Fourteen. Fourteen and sixteen. Nah, you're good. Uh, you guys are good. Is Torby with us? Torby is not with you. Remember, he stayed with the Cobalt. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't have him here. It's fine. He'll, he'll we'll survive. grab him on the way out. Yeah, he'll survive. He's a dwarf after all. No, oh, he's oh a wait, I'm taking a cult. Never mind. Taking a Riken. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, is he there? Yeah, Riken is there. Uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Michael couldn't be with us today, so we're kind of having to play out his character a little bit. Um, yeah, Riken is with you. Uh, he's he's all four scale on the wall. All right, let's get the hell out of here. All right, so you guys sneak your way uh, up to the wall, which the wall is is a good, you know, 80 feet up. It's a, it's a pretty high climb. You said it was like 13 feet. No, 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 no. The, the palisade, not the wall, like not the cliff face, the palisade. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like the cliff face. Like... No, 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 uh, I'm talking about the actual wall they constructed. I'm not Oh, facing... yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, that's 13 feet. <clears throat> cool. Uh, net 20 to get the grappling hook on it. Uh, was that... Uh, doesn't matter, it's a net 20. <laughs> um, we can say it's a... I was gonna check. say a strength check to see if you can manage to be strong enough to throw it all the way up there and... Well, then it's a 25 in total. Okay, but... yeah, no no problem. Yeah, so you, you managed to get the grappling hook up there and cinch it down. Um, Send the monk up first. Monk climbs up. Let me... He gets about four rungs up and is like, Ugh. I'm going to have to carry you, aren't I? I'm just, I'm just so weak. I haven't, I'm, I'm normally not this. Mid back, like fireman carry, throws him over his shoulder. I mean, from, from being forced labor and, you know, he, he's, he's pretty weak right 15 now. 15 strength check to get hit, or, well, this would be athletics, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it'd be athletics. So that would be 17 athletics to get this idiot over the wall. Yeah, so he... Climbs on, grabs onto your back. Oh no, he's not getting a choice. I literally throw him over my shoulder and climb. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you you walk him up uh, and kind of hang over the side and let him down. Easy enough. It's not a very long drop. Um, so yeah, you gonna go ahead and climb over as well? Yeah, you're already up there. Yeah, I'm not crazy. All right, um, both of you guys make athletic ch- or strength checks. I'll make one for Ryken. You could do it with an acrobatics, but I think you're supposed to use athletics. Fifteen. 15. Modified 21. Yep, and Riken made it up too. So everyone makes it up and over. Uh, cool, and I'm going to tell Riken to grab the grappling hook on his way down. <coughs> right, alright. And he grabs it and hops over. Which, for a dwarf, a 13-foot drop is a pretty hefty drop. Is one of you going to catch him? Or? That is a 25 athletics check to catch this. Is that a net 20 again? No, it's uh, oh. plus. It's oh, okay. Pro- <laughs> He's just like, wait a minute. <laughs> 18, <laughs> way, way to die, man. Uh, yes, yeah, so easy enough. You you catch him on the way down. He doesn't suffer any damage. Um, and uh, Leosin uh, starts walking off into the woods towards the west. Do you follow? Survival check. Survival. It's some. So it's. 15 survival check. Um, is that the direction of the town or somewhere else? That is somewhere else. Where the hell are you going? Toward 
I'm sorry, it, it wasn't west, it was north. No. Um, upon asking him, uh, he tells you, I'm, I'm going to El Terrell to convey what I've learned to uh, Anthar Froom, a paladin of Torm, who shares his concern over the Cult of the Dragon's recent surge in activity. I'd, you don't have to come with me the entire way, but we do need to get away from this camp. Yes. I'm, all right. I'm also going to be writing down as we're going information that would be pertinent to this guy. Or it's, it's like information we found out that he may right. not know. Plus um, a, rec- a written request for help for uh, Greenest. Okay. And explaining the current situation there. All right, so... Uh, you guys travel for uh, through the woods for probably a good four or five hours just to make sure you get a good headway. Mm-hmm. Um, you eventually stop uh, to rest, um, and uh, Leosin looks at you and says, Look, after all you've already done for me personally and for the people of Greenest, I hate to ask anything more from you, but the need is great, and I dare to hope that you can aid me one more time. I'm listening. I need you to return to the cultist camp. You know your way around it now. If the cultists are preparing to conduct another raid, or a large body of them marches away, or if anything substantial is carried into or out of that cave, I need to know. If you have a chance to get into that camp and look around, that would be the ideal way to spot that anything's changed. I don't recommend letting yourselves get captured. Though, you don't have to go today, of course. This isn't completely urgent. I don't suspect that they'll be marching out anytime soon, but any other information that you can find would be very grateful. Right. I, I'd be happy to pay you 150 gold apiece. Mm. There's no one else available that I believe can handle this. Insight. What are the odds of him being able to pay more? So that is a 14. I mean, he, he looks like he's willing to haggle. 225 apiece. Make a persuasion check. Nine. He kind of rubs his chin for a bit and says, that's, that's a hefty sum. I mean, that's... I'm afraid that's more than I can pay right now. What What if I did um, uh, 175 a piece? You do realize you're making us go back into a dangerous situation. We risked our lives getting you out. And we don't know if they know if who any, we are. And if there's any bigger dangers there that, oh, they we don't already, that we don't already know of, why would we... We deserve the payment. Make a persuasion check. I'm going to help him with this persuasion check. Okay. My colleague here has a very good point. Well, I would say since all three of you are kind of ganging up on him, go ahead and roll with advantage. Just to see. Okay. Yeah, so 12. He, you can see in his face, he is very hungry for this knowledge and in desperate need and he sees that he's kind of out of options okay. and he, he looks at you and says I'll, I'll tell you what I'll cut you a deal to a flat rate 200 each that's more than fair I I agree uh, just happens to be all that I can afford right now so 
bring back any information you have and it'll be 200 each. Um, when you do find information, um, find me at the city of El Terrell afterward, both to report and to collect your pay. Now, if I have moved on before you reach the city, you can speak to the paladin, Anthar Froom, instead. He will, he will more than happily, I'll let him know, and he will more than happily pay your, your debt. Uh, again, I, I don't believe it's essential that you head back to the camp immediately. I don't think they'll make any sudden changes in their plans and mode of operation. But as soon as you feel comfortable, feel free to make your way back. And at this time, the sun has risen. And, That's about to ask what time is Yeah. Um, it's about, I mean, it's, it's, it's still, it's still early morning, uh, or I should say about mid morning at this point. And at this time, the guards should be changing shifts again. It'd be hard for us to sneak back into the camp. Yeah. <coughs> Plus, you know, getting over a wall at night and getting over a wall in broad daylight is two separate things. Yeah. Mm. I say we wait. If they do have hunting parties, they're mm. obviously going to have one return in yeah. the morning. I say we come back in with them. Yeah. Just sneak in with them. Yes. I like this idea. Let's do it. Riken speaks up and says, Well, I do a horrible Riken voice. I can't do it like he does it. <laughs> um, well, I don't like the idea of uh, leaving this monk to his own. I, uh, I think I'll accompany him and make sure he's safe on his travels. That's probably a good idea. No sense in having him die before we get paid. And uh, Leosin looks at him and is just kind of nods his head and says, Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, although I am quite skilled uh, in defending my own, it's, it's, it's been a rough couple of days. And uh, oh, I'm not... Don't you cry about this. I'm, I'm not crying. I'm just, I'm just weary. Don't pick on the elderly. I'm well, he's, older than him. He's, he, he's not really elderly. He's probably in his... Mid forties. He's significantly older than well, I. True. Uh, yeah. What would you like? Sixteen, seventeen. I'm significantly. Fifteen. Exactly. You're fifteen. Yeah. Significantly yeah. older than all of you. I'm 149. Exactly. Geezer. <laughs> <laughs> After you just said respect your elderly. Get out of here. All right. So, uh, Riken and you... uh, Leanther head off. Don't worry. He's usually less bitchy after about noon when he's had breakfast. That's fine. Just uh, angry in the morning. Before you leave, uh, Riken uh, hands each of you a uh, a cup of ale, his home homemade or not ale, but his, his homemade moonshine. And uh, as you're chugging, he says, "Make it le- uh, well." All right, <laughs> and walks off as you all chug down your <laughs> drinks. <laughs> you got to remember, this isn't this isn't ale or 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 you oh, know I'm me. Well this is. We're well aware this is, of this. Uh, this is some very strong moonshine. Everyone yeah. roll a constitution saving throw. Um, We're does... chugging a glass full of moonshine. Okay. That's... Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Eight. Ten. <laughs> you are just... Not having a good time right now. It is oh, burning. You drink on an empty stomach. You're... Yeah. It is burning, and in a couple of minutes, you are going to be slap drunk. <laughs> Tastes like mother's milk. What? Um, I've been tracking one. <laughs> Clearly, what your mother, mother wasted when you were nursing? <coughs> no, but the burn's about the same. 
Um, before you leave, or before uh, uh, Leosin leaves, he uh, looks and says, I do have a little bit of uh, elven pipe weed if, if you guys would like any. It's a little left over. Just hold that hand. <laughs> he, uh, he grabs a, a small uh, pipe and uh, a little, uh, looks like cheesecloth bag uh, that has uh, about uh, three doses in Pulls it. Pulls out a cigar and hands it to him. Ah, thank you. This is quite nice. And he kind of tucks mm-hmm. it in his robe. Puts the weed away. <laughs> well, um, best Sharon. of luck to you. And share and share alike. (laughs) Um, Best of luck to you all. I hope to hear from you soon. Uh, Uh, (laughs) Just me still drunk over here. (laughs) See you later, monk bitch. (laughs) Do be careful with that one. I wouldn't suggest going with him right this minute. I would let him sober up first. I wonder if they would buy him. Riken says, now don't get any ideas about that. What? It's the best way to get a spy into the camp. We already have another spy in the camp. Uh, (laughs) And he just walks off with Leosin as they leave. (laughs) This is my first adventure with you guys. I don't even, like, really know you guys that much. Out of character, by the way, I have done this in a campaign before. Uh, metagame. Are any of you guys familiar with Elven Pipeweed? No, I have no idea what it is. <laughs> Very good. All right. It just sounded fun. <laughs> In game. Um, so Leosin and uh, Riken have uh, trekked off. You are left uh, in a, a small clearing in the woods. It's not. It's not too heavily. Uh, uh, you know, dense. It's not a very dense forest. Um, and you guys are able to. You know, yep. set up camp or whatever. Well, 14 survival check to figure out which way is back to town. Um, to Greenest? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, you said 14? Yeah. I'm assuming Greenest is still the closest town to us, right? Um, yeah, it is. Um, it would be directly south. Okay. So... Do we want to wait for this to sober up, or do we want to go back to town, report in, and then head back out? How do we want to handle this? Either way, this thing cannot be drunk when we go in there. Mm. We might as well go report in. And what? sober him up. What? <laughs> okay. <coughs> Takes rope, ties it to him, hey, around his waist, what? Why and then ties me? a loop to your wrist. Oh, this feels weird. Guys, what do you do? Oh, God. So he doesn't get lost. Yay. I didn't come along to be a babysitter. Well, if he gets out of hand, just put him down. If if, if you're going to put me down, just don't don't hit the face anywhere else but the face. If it makes you feel any better, when he does it, it won't matter. Yay. Um, (laughs) Who who here has got a good nature check uh, modifier? I do not. I do not. 15 plus... Five, modified 20. Modified 20? You've heard of uh, Elven Pipeweed before. Um, 
It is a rare lichen that grows on the trees in some jungles and forest. Um, it is dried and smoked in a pipe and produces a numbing as well as a minor hallucinogenic effect and is usually illegal. Stuff's deeper into pocket. <laughs> but very quickly <coughs> I acquired. <laughs> uh, good times. You don't know what the effects are, but... I mean, I grew up in the underground. I, I'm pretty sure I've smoked it at least once, if I remember that. <laughs> well, you would have had to roll a natural 20 to, to get the effects of it, to know what it does. I know. You know no, what I'm it is, saying, know, and you've I'm heard saying, of it. That's how I probably but, know what it is. Yeah, but you, you've, never, you've never had any before. Realizes I don't have pipe on me. Back to town! No, he gave you a pipe. Oh. Yeah, he gave, he gave you a pipe, too. Yeah, okay. a pipe, too, yeah. It's it's a very crude, uh, carved wooden pipe. Looks like it's made from some kind of uh, soft wood, like a, a pine or something like that. As we're walking, I'm going to use my talons to clean up the carving. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not it's not a very good carving. I mean, it's functional, but it's not pretty. Yeah, I'm fixing um, this. Make a dexterity check. Dex check, you said? Yep. 14. 14. You managed to round out some of the rough... Uh, you know, carvings where he's just kind of chipped at it. So it's it's a little smoother. It's not intricate by any means or beautiful, but it's it's a little easier to hold. You know, a little it'll little rounder. The, it'll get the job done. Yeah. Widens the hole just slightly with a talon. Okay, easy enough to do. All right, so you guys all head back to uh, to Greenest. We got to deal with that unless you want to waste unless you have a spell that can cure. Uh, what's uh, the word? Imbecile? For uh, alcohol, it would probably be like a uh, a lesser restoration would probably do the trick. Yeah, but I'm assuming the only one here who would know something like that would be this guy, and he's too drunk to do it. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna perform less lesser restoration on himself, and then use magic missiles instead. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel so good, guys. <laughs> I should not have had him take. It. I should not have had him take that spell. <laughs> oh my god! Please don't cast any spells right now. <laughs> I don't know. Not. He screws himself. He casts on himself. It's gonna go really horrible. Magic missiles. He just like, huh? Yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah, if you didn't like that, you would probably die. I don't feel so good. <laughs> hey guys, I should go to church because I'm holy. <laughs> All right, so you guys uh, start heading back to Green Nest. It, it takes you a good 10 hours. Um, if you don't stop to take a break, you'll probably gain a point of exhaustion if you don't stop to take a break along the way. You're, you're, you're traveling by foot for 10 hours straight. I'm going to... I figured we would stop, but I'm going to do a survival check to find us a safe place to stop. Okay. 19. 19. Uh, yeah, you, uh, you find your way back to the main road. Um, but knowing that it's probably going to be traveled by who knows what, cultists, kobolds, or bandits, whatever. Death knights. Yeah, anything like that. Um, you uh, you trek off off the side in, into the into the woods a little bit um, and find a, a pretty level place to, to camp out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanna I wanna look for food. Okay. Some water. All right. Um, make a. It's still survival. Yeah. Make a survival check. Yeah. Nine. Nine. We're in a forest, right? Mm-hmm. 
I should be rolling all this shit with advantage. I have it. Uh, it's my favorite terrain. Um. So you you come back empty-handed. Yep. Am, am I like just still like standing around drunk and stuff? Modified twenty. You, you've sobered up by check. now. Minus twenty for a survival check to find food. Um. Okay. Um. You managed to find you know some wild edibles and stuff. Um. And you see, you see a couple of tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to go on a hunt, that would be an investigation. Um, but you do find uh, a couple handfuls of wild edibles. Eleven investigation check. Eleven investigation. I mean, you're on, you're on the cusp of them. You know they're here. To be fair, though, sir, it does specifically say tracking is a survival skill. Okay. Well, then do. do so that would be a seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Um, so you, you follow along the tracks for probably a, a, a good 30 minutes uh, following the tracks. Um, and uh, you come upon a, a small clearing um, and you see uh, a group of about three deer, a uh, buck and two doe. I want the buck. All right, this roll for an attack. Plus, does an 18 break his AC? Is that with your bow? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Roll for damage. Cool. One. Natural one. One on the damage. Oh, one on the damage. You shoot and it sticks in his antler. He sticks his head up real quick. Another arrow. That's a significantly better hit. 21. Okay. Roll for damage. But he took a damage. He took one damage. Which means I can roll 2d8 now. Yep. Good. Twelve. Twelve. Alright. This time you manage to, just before he darts off, release an arrow and it sticks him in the side and he starts to run. He's bleeding profusely and you know he's going to go down soon. Now it's just a matter of tracking him down. Twenty-one. Easy enough. You you follow him, follow his tracks, following the blood, and uh, you get to the... You get to the spot where he drops. You can either take him back whole or field dress him here. Is he alive? No, he is. Okay. He's, he's bled out. If he was dead, I was going to put him out of his misery. I'm going to collect, take the arrows out of him. Okay. And. Well, the arrow that hit his antler is shattered. Yeah, I don't care. So you get one arrow back. Yeah, that's fine. So I'm going to go ahead and field dress him. So. 18. 18. Easy enough, yeah. You feel dress them, you take out all the... Viscera? All the viscera. Um, are there any particular viscera that you want to keep? As I'm walking back with it, I'm snacking on the liver. Okay. So, the intestines, the stomach, lungs, the heart, all that you're throwing out. Keeping the heart. Keeping the heart, okay. Um, he might want it. You take the pelt, roll it up. Um, do you leave the head intact, like the skin, like the whole head intact to mount, or are you um, just taking just the fur? I have the fur and then I have the antlers intact. Okay. So the pelt with the antlers So you, you roll it up with the antlers intact, strap it onto your, your backpack, um, or your, your bedroll that you carry with you. Um, uh, you got your animal in tow, slung over your back, uh, with the, the heart still in the carcass, uh, oh, no. just to carry it. Because you have to have one hand to carry the, sure. the animal. And you're snacking on the liver with the other hand. Yeah, I'll leave the heart in there for now and I can just rip it out. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, you, you eventually make your way back to camp. Uh, you guys been sitting around, just kind of hanging out, talking. Um, anything in particular you want to do while he's out hunting? It took him about an hour. Mm, no, I was just trying to recover from my drunkenness. Yeah, just, you're... Like, I'm still kind of hungover and stuff right now. Yeah. So. Alright. Um, Sean, anything? Uh, did you did you already attune to your chain of holding? Uh, yes. Okay. So, I would like to um, still search for you know, more food. You know, he's hunting. Okay. So that is Make another survival check. Nineteen. Nineteen. You do manage to find some wild edibles. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see some tracks for some small game, but nothing big. Some rabbits or squirrels or something. Okay. Nothing you'd be able to track. You'd have to set down traps for it. Or, yeah. Um, but you do find, you know, some berries, some, uh, you know, wild greens. And... Alright. Cool. Right, and you head back. So, uh... Y'all are both back at the camp when Narda arrives with a uh, deer in tow, chewing on its liver raw. Got you something. Oh. Reaches into the carcass, pulls the heart out. Here, you like nature. Oh. Wonderful. And then I hook the carcass onto a tree branch mm-hmm. and start getting a fire going. All right, go ahead and make a survival check. That is a... With advantage, because you're in the forest. <laughs> that is a 16. <laughs> I'm glad it's with advantage. Well, I got the 16 the first try. The second one was in that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, you managed to, to find some tinder and uh, snap off some, some branches. and uh, You make a, a decent, decent fire. It's not roaring by any means, but it's enough to keep you warm yeah. and, and possibly cook some food. Yeah, that's the plan. Uh, I want to roast the heart. I mean, yours to do with what you see fit. Yeah. I start uh, um, carving and cooking this thing with some of the edibles that I found as well. Okay. I'm going to give you all the edibles I found. Okay. Congratulations. Um, the also, um, Jean, in your, in your search for food, you did manage to find a small stream. Burning, okay. So you do have water. Sweet. Um, so if you wanted to, if you had any containers to bring that back with. Um, like a water skin or something, you could, you know, make some stew or something. I'm going to spike some of the meat with the open pipe, with just a little bit of it. Okay. <laughs> I, I got it. I can go, can I go and get some of the meat and cook it? And yeah, myself? absolutely. Uh, Nard is over at the tree cutting it up and kind of handing it out. Piece? Yeah. Uh, just Cuts cook. off a shank. Cash. Make a dexterity check. See if you catch it. Two. Two. <laughs> oh, shit. I drop it. Lunges with the knife to catch it. Make a dexterity check. That is a 18. 18. So, just as it's about to hit the ground, Narda jumps and you skewers it Damn. with a knife, with a Thank dagger, uh, just yeah. in time to keep it the, the ground. By the way, the tip is in your face. <laughs> Here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Dear, dear God, my mind went to so many horrible places just then. <laughs> yeah, if I had rolled a one, this would have been bad. No, I'm, I'm thinking about. No, I would think I was thinking about when you said the tip is in your face. That's my mind just went. Oh. Hey, <laughs> 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 
He's not Gosh. his type. Um, he doesn't really like humans. <laughs> we we're aware. Um, so yeah, you managed to uh, to cook up the meat. Um, are you uh, are you just cooking like steaks, or are you making mm-hmm. a stew like or steaks? steaks? Okay, I okay. have water and stuff. You want to make stew? Mm, they don't have a pot though. Yeah, right. yeah. So there's that. But I do have water. Uh, so you guys have water to drink, food yeah. to eat. I'm boosting a heart. So I offer them both some deer meat. Okay, that's cooked. I can cook that for you too if you want. Sure. If you want, thanks. I mean, you didn't yeah. catch it for me. <laughs> Start cooking it. Yeah. Hands you some other deer meat that's already been cooked. Oh, thank you. All right. So what's going to be the next plan after we leave here? Uh, we'll discuss that after we eat. I mean, possibly they. He all... starts eating. Do you? Eat? Do you start eating? Oh yeah, I started eating. But okay. Uh, yeah. So. All right. Both of them, by the way. Yep. Uh, so. <laughs> I need both of you to make wisdom saving throws. <laughs> God damn it, I know what you just fucking did. 17. By the way, I is the you player wisdom, right? in laughing. Mm-hmm. 12. Oh, wait, that one. Okay, so you both managed to not get addicted. No, you rolled the wrong Oh, it's still 12. <laughs> you, both, you, you both managed to not get addicted, but uh, upon eating, you don't notice it right away, but after you finish your meal, a couple minutes later, you start getting this kind of numb feeling throughout. It starts like in your stomach and kind of radiates outward slowly through the passing of time. You also start to see some weird shapes and colors out of the peripheral of your vision. You turn to look, but it, it moves every time you move your eyes. By the way, Narda, completely straight face. <laughs> well, face is covered, but... <laughs> um, so, uh, you, both of you have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing, force, and thunder damage for the next two hours. You have a minus two to initiative and a weakness to psychic damage. So disadvantage on psychic damage. Yeah. Um, And like I said, it lasts for two hours. What? What's wrong? I'm just... Are you seeing weird shit out of the corner of your eyes? Well, I'm going to kill you. What are you talking about? Did he put something something in there, man? All I did was uh, spice the meat. With what? Some stuff I found in the woods. Oh, no, you didn't. What? Oh, yeah, it's fresh dwarf spices, wasn't it? Yeah. It dwarf spices? Or monk. Monk the spice. Monk yeah. I thought it was. No, it was Leosin. Did you, did you put damn spices that monk gave us in the meat? Literally takes what looks like a pinch of it, puts it on his tongue. What are you actually putting on your tongue? Like little herbs that I found in the woods. Okay. Uh, make a deception check. That 20! I love that this dice loves me being an asshole. <laughs> you guys honestly think that it was just some herbs he found in the woods? That makes no sense. I've never had herbs like that, have you? I mean, I very easily could have made a mistake. And if I did, I do apologize. 
Well, it was just don't, my... whatever herb you use, don't use it again, because okay. I've seen shit now. It was only my intention to make a pleasant meal for you guys. I was having a pleasant meal before this effect is going on to me right now, and I don't know what's happening to me. If I die, stay away from my funeral. Oh, <laughs> well, you don't want me giving the eulogy. No. It's tradition in the company. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll say, you said you put a little bit in there. So yes, not, not uh, enough to get them so, going. Uh, I'll say you had three doses, mark it down to two. You split one dose in half for each of them. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you guys have had uh, a short rest. Mm -hmm. um, How's that heart? It is now about eight o'clock in the in the evening. You don't have much further to go. You've probably got another two hours of travel before you get to Green Nest. You're probably about two hours out of the town. Yeah, you let's can go. It'll be fine. Okay. You, so you guys want to just go ahead and trek through? Yeah. Okay. That's right. Roll and die. I'm talking to him. No, you're good. You you travel you travel uh -huh. down the road. Uh -huh. Then the dragon attacks. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with it. If the dragon comes, I'm just throwing the rest of the shit into its face and running. Throw the rest of the pipe away. <laughs> um, so you guys, you guys eventually make it back to the town. Um, uh, when you return, um, of course, uh, Governor Nighthill is, is enthralled to see you. Um, uh, he, uh, he tries to give you some more gold. He tries to give you uh, 250 gold apiece for the information. Uh, well, for, for, for all the, the help that you have uh, given us, I, I would still like to reward you as, as much as I can. He's not going to say no because he feels these two have earned it. <laughs> Alright, so mark down, he pays you right there and there, mark down 250 gold. Um, and he says, come, come, follow me to the keep. Uh, we, we have a matter to discuss. Oh, by the way, we have an operative in the camp still to help gather more information. Wonderful. Where, where did you come across this uh, operative? Torby, the little guy. Oh, the, uh, the, oh. The lizard man. He'll be fine. Right. Uh, you do choose odd bedfellows. He's not going to be stupid enough to stab me in the back. Well, because I'll find him. Let's hope not. Intimidation check. Well, you're not really trying to intimidate him. You're more or less just kind of trying to ease his mind. Okay, sure. We'll go with persuasion then. It's still terrible. <laughs> um, nine. I mean, he, he doesn't seem to be... Persuaded, but he... I mean, to him, it's your life, not his. I'm not worried. Um, so he leads you all to the keep. Um, and you all go up to the uh, to the second floor of the keep, where uh, you uh, where the, uh, the little balcony is up there. Uh, and uh, you notice that a small crowd has gathered around in the in the just inside the gate of the keep uh, in the courtyard. Uh, and he steps before you with the two of you behind him. 
And, uh, or yeah, the, the three of you behind him. And he says... I love uh, that he didn't question it. <laughs> he says, These brave souls are the ones who single-handedly defeated the cultists from destroying our town. And they have just infiltrated their camp and brought back vital information. I present to you... And he turns to Luke's shoes. What is your name? The name of your group? What do you call yourselves? Oh, the Varangian Guard. The what? The Varangian, or technically it's Varangian Guard. But you guys are okay with this? I mean, you have to, this is metagame, you have time to talk this out. Okay. okay. <clears throat> what, what's the name of our group? Uh, well, we're huddled. <laughs> technically speaking, the idea I came up with for the mercenary group's name was the Varangian Guard. All they hear is whispering and us looking up every once in a while. <laughs> So if y'all are okay with uh, calling the group that, I mean, historically speaking, they were fucking badass. I mean, I, I see no problem with it. Do you? Cool. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the banner being a red background, gold flame, with a black sword and a mall crossing it? I mean, I was thinking of a hammer and sickle, but I, think, I guess that's fine. <laughs> 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 For the mother homeland. Sickle in the middle. God. Okay. Alright. <laughs> so, Varangian Guard? Varangian Guard. Varangian Guard. So, he turns and says, I present to you the Varangian Guard! And just an uproar of. And my faces and Yeah, everyone, everyone claps. Yeah, everyone's, everyone seems kind of jovial about it. And you can tell uh, a, lot, a lot of the town is, is in repair. They have uh, managed to reach out to some uh, other cities and uh, bring in supplies and start rebuilding and repairing some stuff. Um, uh, Narda, you uh, you feel a uh, a withered hand just kind of pat you on your shoulder and say, "You did good, son." Uh, I turn and look. It is the priest. Bahamut would be proud. And just turns and walks off. Looks up, like, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, and he says thank you out loud. <laughs> Governor National Jones, oh, no, 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 thank you. This is, would not be able to have done this without your help. I am most grateful. What? So, what? <laughs> oh, uh, <clears throat> you're welcome. Right. I'm going to lean up and whisper in his ear and go... You, hey, you guys are going to have to speak up so they can hear you over here. We're not going to fuck shit up in about two days. Everything's going to be fine. I mean, you say that like that's a that's an okay thing, but I mean... I mean, it, in, in-game whispers are understood here. You don't have to actually whisper. Okay, oh, okay good. They're understood. So yeah, we're not going to screw things up. I mean, all we're going to do is rec- rescue some hatchlings from an evil lair. But Nickery did this. I, I didn't agree to this, too. You don't want your own dragon to ride into battle? I don't no. like dragons. <laughs> Screw you. The, the <laughs> dragons destroyed my, my village. Well, maybe if you weren't such a weak target. I, yeah, I wasn't there for okay. it. Riding the dragon into battle sounds badass. Okay. <laughs> it's not my fault chromatic dragons are dicks. I, no, but... 
Whatever. Besides, we can raise these ones to be better. Oh, well, I hope for your sake that that's the case. Alright, so, uh, Governor Nighthill, uh, uh, tells you that he is unable to provide housing for you tonight, but you're more than welcome to stay at the inn you stayed in last time. Um, he, he won't be able to cover the cost for it. But, no, no uh, Sean, make a, uh, perception check. Fourteen. You, as you scan over the crowd as they're all cheering for you, you see one individual who is completely unmoving, arms crossed, just looking up at you, and you recognize this person. It is Gilmore. He meets your gaze and just gives you a kind of sideways smile and a little wink. <laughs> Can I roll to see if I notice this? <laughs> sure, make a perception check. Oh, Sake of the gods. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, you see it happen. Yeah? Just nudged him with my elbow? I think you've got an admirer. I want to die. <laughs> oh, come on. Everyone needs a little fun. I can Pats you that. on the back. <laughs> Alright, so. Uh, he has 20 years, you've got 20 years. Um, it's currently 10 o'clock at night. Around about 10 o'clock at night. How high up are we? You are two stories up, so 20 feet. It's only 10. Roughly. It's only like 10 points of damage. <laughs> Is he going to do superhero landing? <laughs> oh no. I'm going to Batman this. Jump, grappling hook, and just slide my way down to the bottom. Make a... Performance? I would say make an acrobatics check for this. Um, so that's... Plus acrobatics is dex, right? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. You you manage to jump and hook the grappling hook, slide down. It hurts your hands because it is you are sliding very fast and you are not able to quite finesse it as easily to go at a slow pace. I wasn't um, trying to. You, you you do you do get a little bit of rope burn, so for one point of damage from that, um, and. As you come careening towards the ground, at a at a slowed pace, but not a slow pace. It is slowed. You suffer two points of damage eh. from the fall. Do I land on my feet? <clears throat> yes, you land on your feet in a three-point style landing. You let to go to the rope. Flick. <laughs> Catch. Yep. Catch the rope and hook. Put it back. Shuts up. I'll meet you guys at the tavern. Damn fool. On your way through, uh, uh, walking through the crowd, people are cheering and patting you on the back and, and thanking you. and uh, they're, Everyone's going to wait until they come through as well. Um, and uh, Gilmore actually kind of grabs your, your arm, not tightly, just kind of to get your attention and just kind of pulls you aside, not meeting your, not face to face, just kind of to the side and says, I have a little surprise for you and your friends. Meet me back at my shop. And just oh, turns and darts delighted. off. <laughs> I'm going to wait for him then. <laughs> socialize. We're at the bottom of the steps, making our way through the crowd. Okay. At this yeah. Point. Well, you, yeah. You guys head down, and uh, as you walk through the crowd, the crowd doesn't really part. Everyone yeah. kind of wants to to thank yeah, you and, and get a piece of you, and they're 
kind of touching you. Some touch you in some inappropriate places. Uh, by Ooh. accident, of course. You... What's the tattoo? Oh, that's awesome. Sorry, guys, metagaming. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> hang on a second, guys. Um. Oh no. <laughs> God, I hate myself sometimes. <laughs> what did you do? John. <laughs> you don't know where it came from. But you feel someone's finger going in a place that is meant for exit only. Someone just kind of slips a finger, doesn't go in, just kind of, just kind of touches the crack a little bit, <laughs> and you, you kind of jolt from a little bit, and what the hell? turn around and look, and you, there's no way for you to tell where it came from. Okay. <laughs> just happened? so you know, it's 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 not it's not Gilmore. He's already okay. darted off at this point. I feel a little bit better about that, but. I feel violated. <laughs> do, do, do I notice anything in comment on it? No. So. no. There's too much, too much commotion going on. No one else notices it. I need to get out of here. Alright, so you all make your way out of the out of the keep. Good news! We have a stop to make before the tavern. And I start leading them to get <laughs> Alright, so he didn't tell where, you where, where he's leading you. but where, where are we going? Gilmore apparently has a gift for us. I really? You all. <laughs> So you follow? Yes, I follow. <laughs> Alright, so. Maybe uh, he'll propose. Can I make a, um, a strength check to slap him in the back of the head? Sure, make a strength check. Make ac Actually, don't make a strength. Make it in a roll, roll for attack. Yeah. Roll for attack. Roll for dexterity. 15. 15? 19. 19. You go to string and he ducks out of the way. I just want you to be happy. I want you to stop wanting to me. Take me to the shop. Alright, so you guys make your way to the shop. You guys make your way to the shop. Uh, you open the door, and Gilmore is sitting there, again, in his in his very fine robes, uh, black hair slicked back with the goatee. Um... Uh, he sees you and says, ah, yes, hello. And then he sees Jean, he sees you enter, and you see his eyes brighten and his face lights up. Says, ah, yes, young Jean. Do come in, please. I have many things to discuss with you. <laughs> By the way, Nardo looks very pleased with himself. <laughs> Jean just looks annoyed by all of this. You're just along for the ride at this point. I, I am. I'm just enjoying the spectacle. I'm just kind of taking back and just quietly smirking. Uh, he, he sees you walk in. You were celebrating. You didn't do anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, he, he sees you walk in, uh, Tato, and uh, he says, I uh, don't believe we've met. Oh, I'm, I'm just another traveler. I, I met up with him a little while back. My name is Tato. I'm the clerk. Uh, Tato, I am uh, Gilmore. It is a pleasure to meet you. Good Sean you. Gilmore. Good to meet you, Mr. Gilmore. Thank you. It's a pleasure as well. Uh, well, you've definitely picked some uh, interesting and uh, 
wonderful friends. <laughs> I, I can tell. The interesting one and, of course, the very wonderful. Absolutely. Well, let's this get down to... to the elf. I think you might have some competition. <laughs> <laughs> With the intention of being heard by him. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just stirring the pot here. That's all well, I'm doing. He, he, he kind of, kind of grins for a second and says, "Well, a little competition is always fun." <laughs> now, let's get down to business. <laughs> First thing on the record, in honor of your bravery and your helping with the city, I have constructed and enchanted something quite delightful for you all. And he reaches under the desk and pulls out a, looks like a, a backpack of sorts. Sits it on the table. Says, this wonderful item is a bag of holding. And uh, I would be most appreciative if you would take it. Free of charge, of course. <laughs> Why is, he's just looking at me right now. The most like, evil intentions I've ever seen. The things you can do with a bag of holding. <sighs> do be aware that it transports the item to a special pocket dimension. Mm-hmm. Uh, I managed to locate a pocket dimension that is not being used. Uh, it's, it's only about uh, 600 cubic feet. So it's... It's not the largest one out there by any means, but it is quite roomy. Um, I would not recommend putting anything live in there because I'm not sure if that pocket dimension has oxygen. One sec. Sticks head in the bag. Is there air? There is no air. Matter of fact, it is a vacuum and you immediately lose all your breath and begin suffocating. Yeah, shh, pull my head out. Just... <coughs> nope, no air. Gilmore just kind of looks stunned. Do I have to heal him? Are you sure? He, uh, you you he, look like you're suffocating over there. Pulls Gil- out the pipe. <laughs> Gilmore turns and looks at, uh, at you, Tato, and says, As I said, interesting. It seems very interesting. Right. Especially for a retard to stick his head into a convention. <laughs> well, now on nothing to... Nothing Nothing Now on to uh, more business business. I have a proposition for you. Oh, Who's the target? Oh, no, no, no. Nothing like that. You see, I am an up-and-coming shopkeeper here in uh, Greenest, and I am planning to, uh, in the near future, branch out uh, and uh, create a chain of my own uh, Gilmore's Glorious Goods stores. And uh, I need someone to spread my name. And uh, tell of my wondrous shop. Uh, I would be so honored if you would allow me to uh, sponsor you. There are perks, of course, to this. Just sees the scales and heard his face ripple when he says the word sponsor. <laughs> Is that a good ripple or a bad ripple? <coughs> he doesn't know. You'd have to roll insight. I'm the DM, motherfucker. <laughs> um, Put that on a t-shirt. I'm the DM. It is on, it is on a t-shirt. Don't make me give you disadvantage on all attacks for the next hour. Um, if he had a tail, it'd be twitching back and forth excitedly. Gotcha. Um, so he, he goes to explain that, um, well, uh, for starters, anywhere that you can, just spread the, spread the name of... Uh, of Gilmore's Glorious Goods, and 
any nobles you may come across, any, uh, you know, uh, any people of high places or people of low places. I don't much care. As long as my name and my, uh, my fame is being spread, I am happy. I do ask one other thing, is that you allow me to emblazon a patch on your clothing to symbol that uh, I am a sponsor of yours. Seems fair. It's an easy way to uh, start a conversation. People ask about the patch, and you tell them of my good deeds. As he's talking, I immediately start writing a letter. Okay. It's to an old friend of mine, Stella. Okay. Tell you what. To start this partnership, folds up the letter, send this to a woman in Daggerfall named Stella. Don't ask too many questions about her business, but as long as you prove a faithful, um, how can I say this, um, supplier, she will always work or treat well with you. This is basically a letter of recommendation, by the way. Make a persuasion check. Seven. Seven. He says, <laughs> my good boy. That is where you come in. You see, I stay here and tend to the shop while you spread my fame for me. And in return, I give you a discount on all my items. You've never heard that name before, have you? I can't say that I have. Nevertheless, let me ask you this. Who do you trade with more? Guards or more colorful folk? Well, and he kind of grabs his very lavishly colored robe and says, well, obviously. <laughs> Insight. I mean, he's not hiding anything. Four? He, he's not hiding it at all. He, he deals with, with the colorful people. people. You know, you get the sense that he owns a magic shop. He deals with mages and arcane users. If you're opening a shop in Daggerfall, she's someone you want. To like you. Let me phrase it like that. Hence the letter. It'll make the process easier for you when you eventually expand there. So, all you wish me to do is to send a letter? Of course, I wasn't suggesting you go there yourself. She'd eat you alive. <laughs> I might enjoy that. Very well, I will send the letter. Do we have an agreement, then? Mm-hmm. Hands him the letter. Okay. Takes the letter. Very well. Wait right there. And he runs to the back room. Can Dragonborn blush? I honestly don't know. No. The scales cover it. That's probably a good thing. So he runs to the back room. Uh, you hear him opening a drawer. He fumbles around a little bit. You hear it close again. He comes back out and says, Now! He has, uh, you see, three patches that he has in his hand, and a small sewing kit. He sits down on the desk and says, Now, which sleeve would you like it on? I'm wearing full armor. You've got, you know, like... Chainmail underneath it. I mean, you have a tunic on under it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could always yeah, put it on your, uh, your skivvies. <laughs> he, he, he has to go first. <laughs> Your choice, my dear friend. <laughs> oh, I, I, I like to see I, where this goes. I <laughs> clipped my cape and handed it to him. Okay. 
So he, he takes the cape and right at the right at the top of the where where it meets your neck, he goes and stitches the patch in. Hands it back to you. Thank you, good sir. And goes and actually drapes it over you and clicks it around your neck. You look ravishing. <laughs> uh, you, my uh, dragonborn friend, where would you like it? Uh, about right here. Right, step forward. Mm-hmm. You step forward and he sews it on. And uh, our new friend, uh, Tado, where would you like it? Same place as well. All right, and he goes and stitches it on your sleeve as well. You all now have been embrazen with the symbol of Gilmore's glorious goods. It is a flamboyant patch. Are there any other kind? Like what, what, what do you mean by flamboyant? Uh, it, is the, it is the same as his sign outside. Oh, it's a it has the, the unicorn head with oh, cool. Gilmore's glorious good in the background going just above the unicorn's head where the horn kind of pokes through the letters. Mm-hmm. Gilmore's glorious goods. <clears throat> and it is very colorful. The outline of the unicorn is rainbow colored. It, it changes its color as it goes around. I just I just thought of something to keep to myself. I just thought of something. <laughs> now, you have your haversack, your patches. I am very excited to see what news you can bring me of some new developments for my future shops. In the meantime, I'll be here providing glorious goods, <laughs> as well as uh, raising my uh, my wealth so that I can begin constructing new businesses. Now. Since I have you here, is there anything else that you need? Well, let me ask, how do you feel about raising dragons? You can see his jovial face immediately just goes blank. And he looks at you and says, Not good. That's fair. You gotta find some place to put them. In, in all my research, I find that uh, dragons are not the easiest to um, tame. They never are. They well, are quite. They're, not they're, pets, they're people. Quite stubborn and hard-headed. They're people, not pets. And most of them are quite self-centered. <laughs> not half as self-centered as certain other dragons. <clears throat> he wouldn't understand what I, what he means by. He that. has no clue. Someone else might. <laughs> uh. So is there anything else that you guys are looking for or need to buy? Or, Well, I have 3,000 gold burning a hole in my pocket. <clears throat> and I want to buy a magic item. So the real question is, do I want to have him enchant a weapon? Or do I want to buy the Hat of Disguise? How much did he say the Hat of Disguise was? 1,200? Yeah, 1,200. How much to get one of my swords enchanted with... Uh, Depends on the enchantment. Um, nothing special, just like a... Uh, he he kind of like he, he kind of props up on the on the desk with his his hands under his chin, and says, "Well, for uh, I can do a certain number of things. Uh, for example, I can uh, make it a lot easier to hit your targets, which would be just a, a plus one to mm-hmm. attack. Um, that would run a mere thousand gold." For the enchantment, and would take about a week to enchant. All the enchantments would take about a week to complete. Uh, I have, uh, I can make it uh, fire some uh, arcane energy, uh, or even some uh, arcane fire. I've been working on 
psychic and necrotic, but those are a bit more difficult to muster. If I get you a longsword, could you infuse it with necrotic damage? It would take me some time. I haven't perfected the enchantment yet. I'm still working on it. Uh, I would say it would take me close to a month, and for mm. oof, around for the labor and around five thousand gold. Well, do you have any weapons that are already enchanted? I do indeed. Uh, and he goes, and you see, he's got a small glass case behind the counter, and he uh, brings out a key and unlocks it and lifts it up. And uh, very gingerly pulls out this uh, small dagger. Uh, it is. Uh, it has a, uh, a, a black pearl mm -hmm. uh, pommel uh, with a solid steel uh, handle and hilt, and the blade itself uh, is uh, bicolored. The uh, top of it is uh, a bright red, mm -hmm. and uh, the bottom of it is just. Uh, it almost looks like pure silver, but it's just a very well-polished steel. Um, uh, he hands it to you and says, uh, This is a dagger of flames. It uh, will uh, set your enemies uh, quite hot to the touch. <laughs> and uh, you, you touch your finger to it and... Nothing. I mean, I have resistance to fire damage. I'm going to try and activate it and touch it to my arm. You touched your arm. Nothing happens. Ah, yes, uh, one moment. And he uh, runs and uh, grabs uh, a handful of, uh, of wheat that uh, he had stored. And he says, here, and tosses it at you. Make an attack. <clears throat> oh, my God. So this would be, I'm going to go off of strength, so plus seven. So 16. 16? Yeah. You hit it and it <laughs> bursts into flames. Hmm. How much? Because he's literally flipping the dagger. Uh, um, for that, with the discount, I would say... Uh, let's call it 750 gold. Done. Very well. Um, I have to do math now. Ah. One other thing, and he runs back to the case and pulls out a, uh, a sheath for it that has uh, a loop. You can sit it on, you know, stick it to your belt. There you are, my friend. Hold on. All right, so you have your dagger. Uh, is there anything else that you guys want to get, look around for? No? All right. Well, then, uh, it's probably close to 11 o'clock at this time. It's getting pretty late in the evening. Most of the other stores and everything is shut down, except for the, the, the inn that has the tavern on the bottom floor. Yep, I head to the tavern. Alright. Head to the tavern. Alright. Oh, what was her name again? I don't have it written down here somewhere. <laughs> what was man? I know what he's about to do. Wh which one? Uh, the, the barmaid or the... The half-elf. The half-elf? Keyleth. Keyleth. There it is, Keyleth. Yeah. That's the one that you had your yeah. incursion with. <clears throat> Alright, so you all enter the, the bottom floor where the, the tavern is. Um, make a perception check. That one! You don't see Keyleth anywhere. 
17. You don't see Keyleth anywhere. Why would he keep looking? <laughs> I don't know why he's looking, but he rolled to look. You don't even know who Keyleth is. I, just, just, I was just trying to help. Do, do it anyway. I was just trying to help God. <laughs> do it anyway. He did. He rolled a 10. I walk up to the bar and ask for a room. Right, and uh, Silva is there, kind of wiping down the bar. She's like, oh, yes. You again. <laughs> What's that look for? The rooms are five gold apiece. Mm-hmm. I apologize for anything this one points at the thing in armor. Uh, may have done. Oh, he's been an angel. Why are you looking at me like that? What did I do? Because you tried to woo me when I am a... I am a lady. I do not indulge in such favors. Excuse me for trying to help you have a little fun. I am spoken for. I didn't know that at the time. You could have asked first, like a gentleman would. We can't I don't actually it. have an argument against that. But in my defense, I never claimed to to be the to be a paragon of social grace. Well, this much is very evident. Despite that, I will forgive your lack of taste and tact. I wouldn't call it a lack of taste. That's kind of insulting yourself. Well, lack of tact. There you go. As I said, rooms are five gold apiece. Mm -hmm. How many would you like? Three. All right. Five gold. Okay. So you each mark five gold off. She hands you a key to your rooms. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bar is still open, although it is getting pushing midnight. Uh, I order a shot. What will you have? Dealer's choice. Surprise me. Very well. She runs and grabs a bottle and pours you a shot and starts to and takes it back and says, Be warned. It's got a kick to it. Hands it to you. I'm willing to expend the use of it, but I want to know if I can control it in this manner. <coughs> Little flame from the breath weapon to ignite it and then down it. Mm, from what you know, the dagger only works when you go for no, an no, attack. No, no, breath weapon. Oh, you're just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy enough. Okay. And light it and... Yep. Throw it down, no problem. Um, it burns. Oh, it, oh no! It's not a good burn. It is, it is, an, it is a very acidic burn. <coughs> so it's an eighteen con check. Con check. You managed to not cough uh-huh. your lungs up like you did the last time. Uh, however, this is new to you. It is. You can tell this is not a tasting alcohol. This is a fuck me up alcohol. Um. <laughs> It has a very brute taste to it. Um, very little sweetness at all. Um, it's 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 very harsh. He looks at her with a big smile, and I thought you didn't like me. Um, she looks at you and says, "Well, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, not everyone can handle that particular drink." 
But I figured you could, being of your uh, stature. This stuff's good, though. Yes. It's made from uh, various uh, parts of Uncraig's. Knowledge nature, because I, I, as the player, have no freaking clue. So that's a 12. 12. Uh, Uncraig's are... Uh, they're burrowers. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they're they mostly found underground in cave systems and structures. Um, they're, uh, they have, a, you know, multiple legs. Um, basically, think of it as like scorpion back half with uh, a torso that comes up. Have you seen the uh, the lichens in, or not lichens, the, the chorus in uh, Skyrim? Yes. It's kind of like that, but much bigger. Oh. It's ugly. How much for a bottle? A bottle? Well, that shot cost you three gold. Uh, a whole bottle. We've got uh, we've got an eighth and a fifth. Mm. How much for the eighth? I'm curious. For the eighth, that would be... And she kind of rummages and grabs a bottle and looks. Uh, I would say uh, 300 gold. I'm assuming when he goes, little flame shoots yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. I might be mildly flammable at the moment. <laughs> um, and as she holds the bottle up, you look at the label and it's called Kegerade. Kegerade? Yep. <laughs> Kegerade. Yep. I like it, but not that much. Very well. Key looked working tonight. No, she uh, took the night off to go spend some time with her son. Well, tell her I said hello. <clears throat> Will do. And then I head up to my room. Alright. You too? I want to order a drink. Alright. What do you have? Whatever you suggest. Hmm. Well, what is your taste? Are you looking for something that tastes good, or are you looking to have a long night? Mm. You know, does she say this as I'm going up the stairs? Yeah. What was the magic shop guy's name again? Gilmore. Stick my head down. I think the only way he'll have a long night is if Gilmore shows up and then walks up the stairs. <laughs> And she knows Gilmore. And she kind of goes... <laughs> and you can hear me cackling. As I go she tries her best to hold back the laugh. But... <laughs> comes out. And she... <sighs> straightens her face. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to kill me. It'll come when you least expect it. <laughs> um... Something interesting. Something interesting. Try the Caterade. Alright. Let's try. She reaches back, grabs a bottle, and uncorks it. And you can see it's uh, it's labeled um, Tribor Mead. She 
pours you just a, a little shot just to taste. Mm -hmm. he hands it to you. He says, this is uh, Tribor Mead. It comes from the town of Tribor. Mm -hmm. uh, they have been manufacturing mead for many, many years. They have, in my opinion, perfected the art. Smell it first. Smell it's well when you look at the glass, it's 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 a red color. You know, okay. most most meads are a golden kind of color. Yeah. This is a red color. You smell it, it's got uh you can smell the, the pungent alcohol, but behind that you, you smell some, some notes of uh cherry and raspberry okay. mixed in. Um you also get a hint of um just a little bit of what smells like maple. Take the shot. Take the shot. It is delicious. It is some of the best mead you've had in your life. They just started. That's saying a lot. It is smooth. It burns, but not too much. Just enough to give you that kind of, you know? Mostly because I hate the check. How much for a bottle? For a bottle of that, that would be a fifth or an eighth. For the fifth, I'm talking about stretchability. I'm talking about seventy-five gold. Okay. All right. She hands you a fifth of tribor mead. You said you were taken. Who's a lucky guy? Ah, yes. Well, my my boyfriend. He's he went missing during the raid. I'm hoping he shows up soon. Uh, Thondir was his name. He uh, he means the world to me. <laughs> Can you spell that? T H O N D I R. Thondir. Okay. He was very important. Very. Is there anything peculiar about him? Set him apart from anyone else? Or everyone else? <laughs> he has a scar that runs from the top of his collarbone down across about midway to his chest that he got when he was a boy. Do you think he was kidnapped? Or taken? I worry that, yes. If he was, would there any be... Would there be any reason why? Did he have any special skills? He was a blacksmith. Very hard worker. About 5'10". Built. Very muscular. Long. Brown hair. Always keeps it tied back. With a braided beard in the front. Comes down about mid-chest. The most adorable green eyes I've ever seen in my life. You know, we actually met uh, by complete chance. Uh, I noticed that uh, the bar here, and she kind of points, you see there's a, a still band, still riveted band around the edge of the bar. The bar here was uh, damaged during a bar fight a few years back and needed uh, to get it repaired and Someone pointed me in his direction, and we just hit it off. He actually made the repairs here. And we've been together ever since. It's been uh, three years now. 
we head back out adventuring tomorrow, if I can, I'll try to find him and bring him back to you. Well, I would very much appreciate that, but please don't, don't cause yourself any more trouble than is necessary. It's what yeah. I do. We never drink chocolate liquor. It's terrible. Well, I, I thank you. Should, should you find any information on him at all, whether he's alive or less fortunate, please let me know. Oh. I just need to know something. Okay, I head back up to my room. Alright. Todd, are you doing anything? No, I'm up in my room kind of praying and meditating and just reflecting on the day and stuff. Alright, and what did you did you choose the Um My My God's more of like it's kinda of hard to describe really. It's just my own my own made up one. I just kinda of pray to the God of healing really and stuff. Just help me that I can make sure I can make sure right. everyone is back to full health and stuff. As as you continue on, be sure to come up with a name yeah. and stuff like that yeah, as you go sure. on. Um so yeah, you're upstairs meditating and, and praying to your deity. Alright, are you guys doing anything else? Up in your rooms? I want this to be a thing. For those listening at home, it is a Jedi Betty White. <laughs> Always be yourself, unless you can be a Jedi Betty White. Then be a Jedi Betty White. Good. No, more like, good! Good! Use your aggression, young Skywalker. Oh, please. We all know Betty White versus the Emperor. She's gonna win. No, it's more Shaggy versus the Emperor. (laughs) Alright, so, getting back to the game, guys. Let's not get off off track. Sorry. Is there anything else you wish to accomplish before you bed down for the night? Nope. Alright. My plan to keep them up all night is not going to work. Good night, sleep. Oh, you know, you would have had to... I mean, we're, we're recording it. Automated did the exact same thing you did last time, too. Yeah, you're <laughs> under the impression I have a sense of shame. This is true. <laughs> um, Alright, so... Uh, dawn breaks, you all arise and uh, make your way downstairs. Um, you can smell the, the aroma of cooked meats and uh, eggs and you know, potatoes, various breakfast items. Uh, you see that Silva is not tending the bar right now. Uh, you see a... Uh, you see a, uh, a human male, probably in his late 40s, um, salt and pepper hair, uh, he has a widow's peak haircut, yeah. uh, hair slicked back, um, almost, it, it almost looks like a pompadour, but not quite as tall as a pompadour, um, with a, uh, just like a, a bit longer than a five o'clock shadow, just kind of yeah. a, a scraggly, you know, salt and pepper beard. Um, he is uh, dressed in not fine clothes, but nicer than a barkeep would usually wear. Yeah. And you see him, uh, he's there, uh, a rag next to him, and uh, he has a book out and is just reading it. Uh, as you walk down, he goes, Ah, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, anything I can get for you gentlemen today? I was looking for some 
bacon and eggs, if possible. <laughs> well, absolutely. Uh, Hilda. And uh, you see again the, the poorly woman come out. Hi, Moritz. Hi, Moritz. May I ask your name, good sir? Ah, yes. I am uh, Vaxel Dawn. I am the uh, owner and proprietor of this establishment. Pleasure to meet you. The pleasure is all mine. <clears throat> I have to say, this place is one of my favorite inns. Well, it's the only inn here, my friend. <laughs> True, but I do have a tendency to travel far and wide. Well, I appreciate the gesture and the compliment. You're welcome. Uh, also, toast, eggs, sausage, please. And Hilda? I'm on it! I'm on it! I can hear them, you know! Excuse my mother. I whisper. And black coffee. Black coffee coming up! <laughs> nice. <laughs> he kind of leans into you and says, Please, excuse my mother. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> she is quite the character. Uh, and anything for you, my good sir? Um, I'll take eggs, toast, and some sausage. All right, very well. I'm on it! <laughs> I think she's got it. He kind of rubs the side of his, his face and like rubs his temple and says, She is way too loud for these early mornings. I heard that! <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> so you all sit down, and she comes out with this platter and, and brings and sets your plates out respectively. And uh, uh, for, for you know, the simple breakfast meal, it's two gold apiece for you. Okay. Uh, works for me. How's the coffee? It's stout. You didn't. You didn't order it with any cream That's or sugar. Exactly what I wanted. It's black, and it is. You've you've had black coffee before, mm -hmm. but you can tell this is almost like it came straight off of the coffee plant itself and was immediately grounded. But she's it still is strong. standing right there. Yeah, I take her hands and say, "Madam, this is one of the best cups of coffee I have ever had." Thank she you. kind of blushes. Oh well, hi, thank you, sir. It's. Uh, it's always a pleasure to, to serve someone and have them enjoy it. We actually uh, brew our own coffee here from uh, ground beans. We uh, have them ordered in from a very special purveyor. I, I'm not going to inquire as to who it is. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it is, it is stout and it is good. It is just delicious. I'm very much in my happy place. Um, matter of fact... For the next hour, mm -hmm. you have advantage on deck saving throws. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Um, while we're eating... Yeah, oh, just kind of the jitters, you know. Mm -hmm. By the way, how, how is the food? It's it's pretty good. It's it's reminiscent of when you were a kid and your mom would make you breakfast in the mornings. It's that good home-cooked kind of vibe. It's nothing fancy. It's not elaborate. Not, you know... Doesn't have a full paddle taste, but it's just good old fashioned home cooked. How is this making Narda feel? <laughs> <laughs> Narda is aroused. What the fuck? <laughs> what a horny motherfucker. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> you cannot tell when you've never gotten a food chub before. <coughs> oh my god. I have. I okay, will see? I have I, I'm not saying possible. that hasn't happened. I'm saying, you're saying it's a home-cooked meal that makes you think of your family. 
Nard Nard doesn't have one, right? But <laughs> so you wouldn't know what to think about it. But it's very delicious. I mean, it is. Yeah. You've never had you've never had home cooked meals like this before. It's. I mean, you're used to, as we've seen previously, eating raw liver. I mean, this yeah. is this is just delectable to you. I don't know why, but there's something oddly satisfying about this. Hmm. It, it is very delicious. This is. Thank you. In the same volume. You're welcome. This this is probably the best breakfast I've had in a very long time. I'm over here like thinking about you. Do you want me to fix that for you? So what's the while we're eating? I'm, what's the plan for today? Going back, obviously. Are we going to sneak back into the camp? We've been gone for what two days now. Mm. A little, little over a day. A little, little over a day. I mean, do you think anyone's going to ask questions like where we went? That was my biggest concern, too. Mm. We went to bed one night, everybody wakes up the next morning, and all of a sudden we're not there. And the guards didn't see us. And we're not a part of a hunting team. We were mercenaries. Without contracts. They don't know without contracts. Uh, everyone make an intelligence check. Honestly, I'm annoyed I did well on this. 18. 15. 15. Okay, so, uh, Narda. You get the idea that they didn't really ask questions when you came in. Mm -hmm. It's not like they have a pen and paper with everyone's names and faces written down on it. Exactly. It should be fairly easy to just walk back in. Possibly. You, You get the sense that it might be a good idea to kind of scope it out first, but just, you know, kind of see... If the the camp is, is on alert or anything before you trek in, yeah, yeah, they they weren't really caring who came in and out before the gate closed. They didn't really pay attention to who was there or how many were there. So realistically, as long as they're not on high alert, it shouldn't be hard for us to get back in. Agreed. Agreed. So let's go scope it out. All right, All right. avoiding the. Rear guard, assuming it's still there. I would hope not, but you never know. What happens um, if we run into like another hunting party or something like that? Points to deer pelt on pack. Mm. Got it. Uh, before we go, I want to ask if there's any like food preservatives we could take on the journey. Uh, who are you asking? Like rations. Um, Vaxodon or Hilda? I guess both of them. Both of them? Uh, <clears throat> you ask Vaxodon and says... I believe we should have some back in the back. Mother, I'm on it! <laughs> she, you see her hobbling back out with two jars. Uh, she sets one down. Salt! Sets another one down. Preservative jelly! Two gold! Okay. I'm taking it. Alright, so mark down two gold. You have a jar of preserving salt and a jar of preserving jelly. So, I realized something. I put it in my pack before we went to the camp the first time. And it's still there. I have a head in my backpack. You do? I do have I have a head around my around my waist right now, the cobalt head. Yeah, I know. I wonder you didn't get us attacked. <laughs> I just remember that now. Like it's just there. You should put that away. I should. You're gonna scare people with that. Especially in this town. Um pulls out hand puppet. Both, really? <laughs> both, both of you make uh, uh, perception checks. 
16. 10. Okay. Upon closer inspection, both of you don't realize your own, but you realize each other's heads are slowly starting to slaw off the bone. I thought you said we preserved them. Yeah, I thought we preserved them already. Yeah. I preserved them. Oh, you did? Yeah. I okay. I did successfully preserve them. That's right. You did. We did that in the first episode. I forgot about that. <laughs> so, yeah. You... You got that. Uh, by the way, who's who's carrying the bag of holding? Um, yeah. All right. New guy. Um, Pack One more thing I forgot to point out. When you stuck your head into the bag of holding, you realized it was very cold as well. So, not, not cold to, like, frostbite or anything, but definitely cold enough to store meats and stuff and keep them pretty well preserved and such. We have a refrigerator. Don't forget, it's only about 600 cubic feet, so... I mean... I don't think you'll have that much stuff to put in it, yeah. but... <clears throat> I'll be shocked if we max it out. I mean, worst thing, worst case scenario, we just have something kind of hanging out the top of it. Just fill it to the brim with enderberries. <laughs> with what? Enderberries. Basically like blackberries. No, we fill it to the brim. With pipeweed. All the pipeweed. 600 cubic feet of pipe weed. And then we... Do you have any idea how expensive that is? I didn't say we were going to buy it. Now, did I? <laughs> I don't even know if you're going to be able to find that much. So you bet. If you find that much, we set it in the middle of the camp, light it, and then everyone gets too high to fight. <laughs> like a smoke bomb. They just start, like, slashing at illusions and... Yeah. It's a legitimate military tactic. It's been done before. <laughs> All right, so you guys finish your meal. You have your preservatives. Yep. Um, the salt is more for like your meats and stuff. Yep. The jelly is going to be for like your wild edibles and plants and things like that. Yeah. Yep. So I'm assuming it's fairly easy to find our way back to the. Yeah. Okay. It it only takes you a couple of hours to get there, maybe three or four. What time is it now? When we uh, leave. Leaving now, it's probably. Let's see, waking up after the meal. Probably close to um, late morning. Once we're out of town, I switch out my tunic for a different one because he put the patch on my tunic. Change your damn cape or put it away. You, change your shirt. Um, napkin. Uh, right there on the island. Uh, um, yeah, um, what? No, my cape is reversible. Switch it's, blue, it. it's blue on one side, silver on the other. We don't want to be walking in with a patch from the city. Yeah, we picked we picked the wrong mission to do right after we get sponsored. I was, you know, I was thinking about that too. I didn't want to. Say yeah, I didn't anything. realize it until we were on our way back. <laughs> I was like, you know, if we go back, they're gonna question. All we were thinking about is sponsorship. Oh, he's not going to be our last sponsor. Uh, no. All I keep it all, all get an artist custom bag of holding. All I keep thinking about only available on like, all I keep thinking about is goods. All I keep thinking about is the sponsor stuff is from like Mass Effect 2. He's like, I'm Commander Shepard. This is my favorite stop in the <laughs> You laugh. But eventually we're going to look like NASCAR drivers. Yes. That is my end game end goal. <laughs> Just my cake is gonna be like full to the brim with all patches and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have loaded and branded um, into the armor. Narda, as as you guys all begin to walk out of the tavern, uh, you catch a glimpse 
in the, of yourself in the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you still have your wraps around your face? Not at the moment. Okay. Because I'm changing. You you look. Make a perception check. Twenty-three. It is very minor, but you see your natural colors start to slowly creep back over. Hmm. Eh, neat. Doesn't comment. They just see him staring in a window. Kind of. So you see him staring in a window, kind of, huh? And like scratching his face a little bit up around his eyes. Well, I don't know what he's thinking about. <laughs> so I, I wonder what's on the other side of this window. <laughs> Wait, since we're going back, do I need to like rewrap my face again? Yes, we'll do that. Um, seriously, what is on the other side of this window? The tavern? No, you're you're in the tavern looking out. Okay. <clears throat> you see, you see, just a row for you, a couple of uh, uh, horse-drawn carts. I was go just by. worried I was staring into someone's house. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what is that monkey? <laughs> So y'all, y'all exit the, the tower. The dragon toy looks up, sees him, and goes. <laughs> so you all exit the tavern. It's uh, pushing about midday. Pushing midday. Um, what do you wish to do? Yeah. I thought we were on a mission. We are on a mission. I have one stop to make. Run to Gilmore's. Okay. You run into Gilmore's. You <clears throat> fling the door open. Ding 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 ding. The bell goes off. You see Gilmore, who is currently nose deep in a book. Look up real quick and, ah, my good friend, what can I do for you today? Slap down the platinum. I want that head of disguise. We agreed on 1,200. Here's 1,200 gold worth of platinum. It's 120 platinum. I'm well aware. Okay. <clears throat> he I says, 300. He says, very well. Grabs it, goes and grabs the hat and says, here you are, my friend. Thank you. Puts it on. It's going to change shape to a to an earring, or well, the equivalent. And then I am full chromatic red dragon. Okay. Nice. Now I can walk around without my face covered. Sweet. I swear to God, Narda, if that's the only thing you use that hat for, I'm gonna be so disappointed. Oh, it's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, knowing you, you've got some tricks up your sleeve. What? I was wasn't kidding when I said if you let me get this, you're making a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys head towards the bandit camp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so you take off back towards the bandit camp. Uh, by the time you get there, it's close to you know early afternoon. Um, perception check. Yep, eighteen. Nat 20. Boom! Nat 1. <laughs> Ooh, look! A butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was supposed to be the intelligent one here, and yeah, I'm rolling like really bad shit right now. No one, just because you're smart does not mean you're capable. I know, but it's just like, uh... Look, a monarch butterfly. You know, they're not local to this region. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much! I think that goes Mothra right there. <laughs> Is it screaming Dr. Venture? Yes. <laughs> All right, so both of you uh, managed to uh, look at the, you get a good view at the camp. You see the door is open. The, the front gate is open. There are no guards stationed outside. Uh, 
you, upon closer inspection, notice that where it once was bustling with hundreds of creatures, it's almost destitute. Ah, shit. This, am I, like, telling them about this? Sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, we might have a huge problem. Shit. As we get uh, near looks... there, I'm going to do a survival check to see check for tracks, it like looks... of a mass of people moving in the another direction. What, what, what do you mean? Sorry, I got distracted right here. It's a ghost 22. town. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Um, you determine from the tracks that the cultures trekked away in small groups in all directions. Um, however, uh, most of the camp's wagons and pack animals moved in a train toward the west. Hmm. 16. Uh, west of here, there is uh, the Wood of Sharp Teeth, uh, Barragost. Barragost, uh, that's the town, right? Yep. Candlekeep. Um, they're, they're on another as well As well as uh, northwest, uh, or yeah, northwest of there would be Baldur's Gate. Slight problem. Looks like their caravans went off to the west. Let's check the town first, or the base quickly, and then make our way to follow the caravan, because that's where the supplies and the leaders are going to be headed. Okay. okay. More than likely. As we enter inside, do we notice, like, is there anybody here? Or is it just completely empty? Um, as you begin to walk inside and look around... There, there are still uh, a few people here. Um, you notice that um, the huts of the kobolds on the first level have been burned. Uh, however, on the second level, um, the huts and both guard towers remain. Um, you see there are uh, what look to be a couple of the scouts, the hunters, that are still there. Um that's about all you see right now. I walk in and walk up to the nearest scout. Mm-hmm. Did I miss something? He's kind of leaned up against the, the edge of the, the cliff. Mm-hmm. And he says, Yeah, apparently they got spooked because that uh, monk guy found out about them and decided to Trek onward, somewhere west. I don't fucking know. Uh, what are y'all still doing here? Well, we're still here providing food for the hatchery. And for the people that are guarding it. That's fair. Although they moved most of the eggs, but... Apparently some of them were too close to hatching for them to be safe to transport, so... Sounds about right. Well, I suppose we should go give them a hand. Uh, be careful out there. I don't know what it was, but I was tracking something big out there. Will do. We're, uh... By the way, that is a 21 bluff check. Persuasion? No, this is... Or, or I'm deception? Li- yeah. yeah, deception. I'm lying to my teeth. <laughs> he looks at you and goes... You can see his eyebrow kind of raises up and goes, Really? He kind of leans in. Where'd you see the tracks? Okay, what direction uh, is the town? South from here, right? Uh, which town? Greenest? Yeah. Yeah, south from here. I'm going to tell him about northwest. 
Um, let's do a knowledge nature check. So that is a nine to think of a large creature for a hunter. Um, a nine? I'm going to do it for a forest creature so I can get advantage on this. Okay. Nat 20! An owlbear. I go for an owlbear. I think it was an owlbear. Hmm. Those are kind of rare in these parts. I mean, it's... Man, that would fetch a pretty penny around here. Oh, yeah. Their pelts are valuable as hell. Absolutely. Just don't get eaten. Pats them on the shoulder. Will do. Hey, bring me back a feather if you <clears throat> manage to catch it. <laughs> It'll cost you. <laughs> Big toothy grin. <laughs> he just kind of <laughs> and kind of walks off. You see him? He goes and kind of talks to some of the other scouts that are there. Mm -hmm. You don't hear what they're saying. I'm not worried. Yeah. Lucky on that. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. <sighs> um. So as you guys make your way through the camp, mm -hmm. um. Do I, fix, do I see Torby? You do not. I check inside one of the burned huts. What do I see? They're burned to the ground. It's just ashes. Hmm. They probably dragged him off with the others. Um, as you look through, the only thing of interest remaining in the camp is the cave itself. Mm -hmm. um, and you can see it from the camp. Um, it's uh, The entrance to the cave is broad and tall, but the ceiling quickly lowers to a height of 15 feet. Um, standing guard inside the entrance are two dragon claws. Uh, they position themselves about 30 feet from each other, um, and stay near the walls. Uh, okay. Human? Or? Yeah. They're, they're one of the higher rank. They're not the highest rank, but they're no. like a step up. Yeah. <clears throat> they're basically the equivalent of what's her name? Don't you have her name written down? Yes, I do. I'm not worried about her name. Oh. Morning. Looks up at the sky. Ish. Good morning. Ish. It's almost noon. Semantics. It's actually a little afternoon. It's early evening. Looks up, double checks. Sorry, evening. What do you want? We're here to help, obviously. We don't need any more help. Head back up west. Can someone else try to do this? I am not very good with charisma checks. I, I, I can do it. I can do it. Are you sure? Alright, here we go. Tato, the one who rolls like shit. Let's see what he can do Fuck for charisma checks. <laughs> 16 plus... Do you have persuasion? I do. Plus one, so 17. 17. All right, what are you telling him? Uh, we were just ordered... Plus one. Oh. It'd be plus your charisma bonus, plus your proficiency bonus. So that's... Uh, plus plus six. Plus six. 21. 22. 22. 22. So we were ordered here to help y'all and stuff. Well... We were given very strict instructions by Furlam Mondath 
herself. Well, Furlan Mondeth has changed those orders, and we are here to help you. Furlan Mondeth is here with us. Excuse the idiot. Uh, he's talking about... I'm sorry, there's so many names to get confused here. My apologies. The idiot's new. And he's talking about Rasmir. That was the name of the blackjack guy, right? You get the sense that they're not letting anybody in. Look, I'm not trying to be an ass. I'm really not. I'm just following orders. And it's so am I. He grabs he grabs for a sword. And so am I. Now go Is he human? west. Yeah, he's human. Boy, do you really want to play this game? I'm not in a goddamn mood to deal with you. He pulls out his sword, and that's what we're going to pick up next week. Oh, come oh. on! But I was going to breath up the second he drew it. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought we were going to be able to get to the uh, to the hatchery in time, but uh, I think it's going to be next week. Oh, good God, this is going to be oh, oh yeah, because we're out of time just about for the for the episode. Well, I'll work we're... on creating battle music for a playlist. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, we'll pick it up there next week, guys. First thing we're doing next week is rolling some initiative, baby. Uh, I have a new toy, which technically has a higher DPS base DPS than my short sword. <laughs> which sucks because, like, I was so hoping to get into the hatchery today. Don't worry, we will get the hatchery, and I will have my pet dragon. Yay, pet dragon! So, guys, uh, next week, tune in. Uh, Sunday around three, four o'clock, um, we will uh, we'll be diving straight into the dragon hatchery uh, for the uh, for the horde of the dragon queen. Uh, it's going to be qu quite an adventure. So uh, tune in next week, and we'll see you guys then. Bye.